Hey everyone, welcome to the good, the bad, and the nerdy. This is our dirty nerdy podcast, and <coughs> there's my son bringing my drink. Thank you very much. My name's Chris. This is episode 12, and today we're going to talk about oh, different companies buying different companies and something about Grand Theft Auto and... Uh, Looking for Boba Fett. In the meantime, though, let me introduce my co-host, Stephen. How you doing, man? Doing pretty good. Uh, kind of been hanging around the house, uh, still still recovering from the, the COVID bug and other emergent issues that happened around the household this, this last week. So, um, My week mostly was, I, I didn't get any gaming in. Um, we we did get some, some Netflix time in. We watched a uh, movie called hometown that's dropped on netflix last night it is kevin james and it is a uh adam sandler film it's a is that the football uh, one it is the football one about I've the new orleans saints coach yeah, yeah it's it's a good movie great ending I've best ending i can imagine out of out of a football movie now um, you're gonna make so, me go back and watch the little giants yeah i oh, mean no. <laughs> yeah but uh, it's definitely worth checking out. Um, you know, it's a it's a good movie. It, it, it you know it hits a couple of buttons on the feels and you know and ends on a good note with with you know I mean I'm I'm not a big football guy so you know for me to watch a football movie and at the end of it be like yeah that was a good movie I enjoyed that it's a big get for me. So, okay, all right. Um, yeah. Only other thing I've been doing is uh, I got back into listening to audiobooks while I'm while I'm working during the day. So I started re-listening to the Iron Druid Chronicles by Kevin Hearn. Um, I Wait, to repeat the first, that. The You're Iron Druid Iron Chronicles Iron by Kevin Druid. Hearn. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. It uh, it the the books basically follow the story story of a of a guy who he's a druid from you know two thousand years ago and he's lived through to modern day. Um, okay. And it just you know the story of I don't want to give too much way, you know, it, basically he, there's an antagonist. He's got, there's, there's someone, a God who's been out to get him for, for 2000 years. He's managed to avoid him um, partially by living in, in Tempe, Arizona, which is as far as you can get from Ireland. Okay. Uh, that's interesting. And, and the Irish gods. Um, so that's interesting because I know Tempe, Arizona is one of them sister cities with Ireland fucking yeah. Dublin or whatever. That's that's kind of cool. Yeah, but I uh, uh, in the book's lore, you the Irish gods have trouble getting here because in order for them to travel to Earth from the Irish plains, they have to travel through uh, uh, ash, thorn, and oak. Which I mean, since we live in this area, we know there's not a lot of wood those trees growing here right next to each other at okay. all. So I listened to the first two books, Hounded and Hexed. Um, they're, re they're read by Luke Daniels on Audible, and uh, you know, I really enjoyed them. So I'm, I'll probably continue on listening throughout this next week while I'm at work doing doing stuff. Is there such thing as an oak tree in the state of Arizona? Yes, up north you there can is. find some oak. Up north okay. you can find some oak, ash, and thorn, but not. I know, I know ash. Not, yeah. Yeah, not down I here. I can tell you if I saw valley. a thorn tree. I don't know what the hell that is. <laughs> it's but just I'm a pretty sure I've not tree. seen an oak. <laughs> yeah, 
I've seen oaks down in Tempe and I've seen ashes down in Tempe, but they, they very rarely grow next to each other. It's generally choices people make for their lands landscaping, not a, okay. not a natural occurrence. Hmm. Very true. I have to Steve's one. Yes. I've seen a lot of ash and oak trees in Tempe. Um, I know my friend, uh, Steve Goodman, he's, uh, he does barbecue and he's a lot of ash for, for burning wood for his, for his smoker. Yeah. He gets ash it locally. Is really yeah. And he gets it locally here. So Avery, yeah. Besides waiting for your baby, what have you been doing? <laughs> uh, so yeah, besides you know getting ready for the big day to be you know big papa, um, I got some gaming in this week, which has been a long time that I've actually done that. You know, like I've, my my brain's been on like you know build mode and daddy mode, getting things ready for my child to be. But um, yeah, so I was playing uh, XCOM two. Uh, okay. This week. Yeah. I, it's something where I was able to, you know, get my gaming in and not be too focused on it since it's really just a strategy game where it's just a, you know, click and click and follow type thing. So it was a good balance for me to kind of multitask and, you know, do other work and get things situated while still getting my gaming bug fixed. So I've been playing that. So question about that. Yeah, sure. Did you know we talked about <laughs> what? I mean, I'm gonna I'm pretend like I didn't know, like, but I've seen. I watch, obviously, I watched the episode, but I'm gonna pretend like what? That's crazy. That's surprising. Like, wow, the connection. So, uh, how how do you feel about one of their like? I want to say it's one of their lead art director types. It was there was it was more of the artsy side that's leading up the Star Wars development for their strategy game. I'm here for it. Um, okay, I I absolutely love. Uh, the XCOM series, you know, I, mm -hmm. I actually got introduced to it from um, XCOM from the one that it's more the more recent one, not the one that's back from the 90s. Um, but I got that one. Yeah. And then, yeah, so I got introduced from that one. And, you know, I've always been a huge, you know, um, you know, person of strategy, like, you know, strategy type games, even like Halo Wars, which is similar to that style. Like, I love, you know, games like that, where it's kind of just the only downside and the only thing, and of course, like it's been memed, you know, to, to hell is the fact that, you know, when you start to actually want to, you know, shoot your target, you have that percentage that comes up of like, it's a 98% chance you will make it. And then it still misses anyway. And that's probably the most frustrating thing in the world. And I cannot tell you how many times I've almost thrown my controller at my my expensive $1,000 plus TV and think, like, I should not throw this controller at the TV. I'm just going to walk away right now. I'm going to have to show you <laughs> where to go to buy TVs because you shouldn't be spending that much. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you know, I, I had to get some latest and greatest and all this stuff. I mean, I'm pretty sure, yes, I can got it cheaper, but uh, it's whatever. It's fine. Um Ooh. But yeah, other than that, uh, I haven't really been able to watch anything besides, you know, you know, what we're pretty much going to be discussing later on. But um, yeah, just gaming and getting ready for that daddy life, y'all. Okay, nice. Yeah, I fuck, I can only imagine. I'm excited <laughs> for you for that yeah, daddy man. life. Yeah, I'm, I'm super stoked. Are, mm -hmm. Yeah, it's gonna be great. Baby's gonna be beautiful as long as she looks like you know her mother and I like me. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't sell yourself short. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure it should be a little terror because, like, uh, my personality is, you know, very high end, and hers is very, we're just, we're both very energetic people. So, good times. Okay. Avery, I'm going to slightly disagree. Sure. Energetic, but uh, fucking reasonable is very important on your personality being a former coworker of yours. Anyways. No, <laughs> 
my lady said to say she said my temperament's amazing and she hopes that our daughter gets my temperament and not hers so <laughs> okay hey you know what fuck that that's a sign of a good woman right. anyway <laughs> so yeah i like steven didn't play shit this week um i watched ghostbusters afterlife because i got that dvd and then i watched a bunch of stuff i can't remember any of it I'm almost done with the Witcher book. Nice. But yeah, I, I just couldn't get into the games. I, I would you know what? I got slammed by work. They've they've got me working on some new stuff, which I like because it's mm -hmm. different. But yeah, I've fuck I called in on Monday because I was just sick and didn't do nothing. And then I I I just worked the whole week. So me calling in was worthless because I ended up working overtime anyways. <laughs> can't work yourself to death chris you gotta you gotta take me time self-care is important man <laughs> i got shit to do man like hey i, I get it self-care <laughs> you know that's that's one thing you get from here self-care is important take care of yourself <laughs> so oh you know what i'm not i'm not even sharing my screen yet shit mm. so we've got an absolute boatload of gaming news today for some reason, uh, where'd my shit go? There it, it is. disappeared into the void. It's gone. No, not that one. So, for some reason, the video game gods gave us a bunch of news for once. And <sighs> mainstream news, shall I say. Because this is definitely all AAA shit. No indie mm -hmm. stuff. Which I would like to delve into a little bit more with the after experiencing Nier Automata and all that. But yesterday, Rockstar did a thing. They did a thing. <laughs> they said, what's next? With unprecedented longevity of GTA V, we know many of you have been asking us about the new entry in, Grand in the Grand Theft Auto series. With every new project we embark on, our goal is always to significantly move beyond what we have previously delivered. And we are pleased to confirm that active development for the next entry in Grand Theft Auto series is well underway. Whoa. We look forward to sharing more as soon as we are ready. So please stay tuned to the Rockstar Newswire for official details. <clears throat> We've been talking about Grand Theft Auto 6 since about episode one, you know. Just yeah. a few months ago. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, we, yeah, we've, um, I mean, because of the release of, you know, the GTA trilogy and that, you know, debacle of a mess, we definitely started talking about <laughs> what the future of just Rockstar in general. And, you know, uh, it's funny, the unprecedented longevity of GTA 5, that's an understatement, right? They've, GTA 5 has been going on for a long time. Like, I didn't realize how long that game has been running but holy shit um i think it is definitely about time for a new entry so i saw what the hell yeah. i saw i saw a tweet yesterday somebody <laughs> was talking about um within the first six years we got three grand theft auto games or four grand theft auto games mm -hmm. and then it's taken 20 years to come out with the sixth one <laughs> yeah no, I mean, that sounds about right. Because, yeah, GTA Five, I mean, it came out, yeah, on the 360, did it not? Yeah, like, that's crazy. Did you even think yeah. about that? Yeah, it did. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, GTA Five was on 
PlayStation yeah. Three. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. that's insane. Uh, and you're right; it's that's unprecedented. I've never seen any um, game do that. But that's not to say that's a good thing because, I mean, as much as the game is great, all of that really is just from the online side, right? Like that, it's it's oh. really just that's you know there was nothing new as far as like the game itself. But that's the only reason why it was allowed to just. Or I guess give an excuse to keep going to other other generations was the fact like no we'll keep adding all these online features and blah 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 and be huge money shark grabbers you know. So here's the question: Would you rather a Grand Theft Auto that has longevity and and and, and eventually you know if you don't get into it right away, which is very common with a lot of these online games, if you don't get into it right away, you're gonna get fucking burned. Would you right. rather have something like that where you can eventually? people can start paying to win or yeah. call of duty cookie cutter bullshit every fucking year hmm maybe a, a balance right maybe a middle ground because you're right um doing you know having like the call of duties and even same thing with like the nba's having those yearly releases cookie yeah. cutters like nothing's really changing that can get very frustrating and stale right there's because there's nothing new added to it um you know the fact that you know GTA Five has you know taking the opportunity to or I should say Rockstar taking the opportunity to stick with you know their 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 game you know GTA Five they're pretty much you know Mona Lisa and just keep expanding on it is great. I just wish that you know they weren't so heavy on the online side and just did more of the development of you know, the game itself, because the problem I run into, especially with trying to get back into GTA 5, is I can't play it. Like, if I go with GTA 5 online, I will get slaughtered. Yeah. Right? You got people who, it's pretty much like, like, it's not even, yeah, if, yeah, it's it's not even, like, it'd be different. So, like, you know, games for, like, you know, WoW or LOL, like, you can jump in those games anytime and, you know, be still kind of, you know, if you're a noob, you can kind of still evolve and be fine. But with GTA Online, you get in there, and if you haven't played for however X amount of years, you're going to get slaughtered. Or you got to drop hundreds, hundreds of dollars, which is what they expect. They want you to do that. They want you to spend money to catch up. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> I hate that. I, yeah, you're, it, you're not wrong at all. Yeah, it, it's, a hor- it's a horrible ecosystem. And like I get that. I'm pretty sure that w- Drive was, was um, mostly on... Um, 2K's part to get that money and that income going. I'm pretty sure Rockstar probably had a different direction as far as how they would have handled online. But like, it's yeah, it's definitely one of those, you know, even though it has got a long longevity, if you're not one of those people who dedicate their time over the years to play it, it's 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 kind of pointless. You know, if, if someone to buy, if someone's to buy GTA 5 right now, you know, on the PS5 or Xbox One Series X and have never played it before, they're going to have a horrible time. Yeah. You know, they're gonna have just a horrible time, and, and unless they're in for the grind, I mean, there's fucking sickos yeah. out there like that. <laughs> yeah, unless they're for the grind, or you just for the story part, which honestly, like the story is great, but like it's what you know. Uh, so that is exactly that is why I play Grand Theft Auto. I don't give a mm-hmm. shit about online. I yeah. want the story. I want the jokes. I want the fucking irreverence comedy. Like fucking Trevor was the mm-hmm. shit. I love Trevor. It was all, and and like Michael was your fucking perfect. Oh, God damn it. What's his name? Dude from the Godfather, Ray Liotta. Fuck yeah. yeah. Looks just right. Yeah. (laughs) And like the Franklin curve on it, like they blended 
Vice the, this last one, they blended Vice City and fucking San Andreas, and then they brought in Trevor out of nowhere, and it was yeah. wonderful. I loved yeah. that. I've I've played it two or three times now. The story. Yeah, I've yeah. played that story mode several times. I actually I've played it on every generation so far. Hmm. And enjoyed it immensely. Yeah. I, I'm and yeah, like I'm the same with you, Chris. Like I, I go for a GTA for the story. You know, that that's where I've always gone with, right? And from the previous GTA, it was always about the story. I didn't well, that's all there was. That's all there yeah. was until now. Right. You know, the and I mean I guess you know, when it first when GTA Online first launched, the excitement of being able to create your own character in a GTA world and kind of experience you know, the story of that, that was, it was definitely, it grew, it took me in, like it, it grabbed me in, but I think that concept, it just went off the rails. Like mm-hmm. when, it, when GTA Online first launched, it was very story driven, which was really, it was really fun. Like I loved playing GTA Online when it first launched. Um, it was very focused, you know, you created your character, you got houses, you got cars, like it was, it was, it was a great time. But then over time, it became just a money grab and just became a grind. It just, it just became it just it wasn't fun anymore, um, you know, with all the new, you know, all the new features that they add to requires. And that's another thing. Right. So the new features that they add, you know, month by month, year by year um, requires a team. It requires mm-hmm. people to go with you like the the GTA heist. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. When that, yeah. When that first came. Oh, man, I was bonkers but i was like yo this is gonna be amazing like you can create your own heist you can you know get money like it was awesome but if you didn't have a solid team with you like if you didn't know people you're gonna have a horrible time yeah like it's gonna be trash because you get randos with you and say if any of us fail i'm one of those randos (laughs) (laughs) honestly i wish you were a rando with me when i'm trying to do the heist i feel like i can at least talk to you be like yo chris you're fucking up get it together (laughs) <laughs> so you okay you just opened up a whole can of worms because mm-hmm. you said if i was one of those randos with you we could talk because we have multiple ways of communicating with each other right no one goes on the main game chat anymore like that's just not a fucking thing and that is right. complete in my opinion that is completely crushed uh the gaming community for lack of a better term because yeah. you don't get that connection what i mean that sounds fucking gay as hell but like <laughs> <laughs> you 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 just you, you just don't meet the randoms and grow a relationship and fucking become badasses together anymore with a complete stranger which was a fucking huge thing yeah yeah 10 10 years ago yeah very very true and it's funny you said that right because so the last time where like i was playing you know in a, in a server with somebody, I was playing uh, Dragon Ball Xenoverse Two, and we, I was online. And we were one of them was where you had to. It was like a raid, right? We had to beat a boss, but you needed multiple people in order to do it. So Arando hits me up because I was playing with him in another previous game. He hits me up. He's all like, "Hey, um, I'm about to do this raid. You want to join my, my my party?" I was like, "Yeah, definitely." And this is on Xbox, so I'm thinking, "Yeah, join the party, get the you know private live chat going." No, no one's on the mic. Everyone's just hitting up on the message. And it's like, yo, at, at the while we're actually playing, right? Like while we're actually trying to beat down his boss, we're just Hard. getting messages. Yeah, no one's actually on the mic. And I'm all like, this is frustrating. So I said, I was like, guys, jump on mic, like, you know, mic, whatever. But like, you're right. You know, no one's actually, you know, the community of people just, you know, being on the mic and just um, getting that connection, it's gone. Like everyone, it's just so disconnected. 
No, it is. I I bought Elder Scrolls a few years ago and it had been out for a few years. I was like, okay, I'm gonna get on. People are gonna be talking. No, no, no. The people talking are fucking yeah. blasted, like random ass shit that they're listening to, or some little kid just fucking squealing. Squealing. Yeah. Like, oh, like there, there, there's no that. there's no chance yeah. to build like if you want if you want to find a community, you're gonna have to go to like Reddit. Right. Or you know where, wherever they host this stuff and Steven, like we played a lot of Destiny two together. We had a bunch of buddies, and then everyone slowly kind of trickled out. And I was thinking, okay, I'm still playing this. I ain't got nothing to fucking do, so I'm playing some Destiny. Yeah, no one's fucking talking. Like I had, I could not build. I could not build a team for the life of me. Mm. Did you try playing with any other people on Destiny? Um, no, because I was one of those people that trickled out pretty early on when, uh, <laughs> when I can't remember that expansion came out that was That's pulling stuff out of it. That's not true. You were the last one playing with me, man. I <laughs> may have come on and played with you a couple of times, but <laughs> I wasn't out. grinding through and doing, you know, the dailies and the weeklies and, and all of that for a very long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. I wasn't, I wasn't doing the dailies and the weeklies either, but we, we, we'd at least jump on once a week. Yeah and fucking do it whatever we could and i mean that's and right that's the the joy and the point of you know playing online with your people right is is having be able to either whether you want to grind or just you know shoot the shit but you're with your community of friends you're talking on the mic and those are the best times and we don't have those anymore like my greatest my greatest memories of you know online gaming was uh you know my buddies and i we were playing uh red dead redemption the first one and uh you know, we, we you know we were a posse. We were just pretty much we just ran over the server. Like whatever server we were on, it was like I think fifteen or like twelve of us, and we would go all over town and find people, and we give them two options. We were like either join our posse, or you die. <laughs> it's like, and we're just all on this bike, and because you know what, what was cool about Red Dead Redemption was like when you're close to another player, you can hear their mic. Like, uh-huh. you hear them talk. So we rolled up to this town, and there was these two two kids. They were, like, just, you know, doing their thing and having this conversation. Like, it seemed like a very deep, like, very serious conversation. But, like, there was this 14 of us, because at this point, there was only two people left on the server that wasn't in our posse. <laughs> we rolled up 14 deep, and we're like, hey, join our posse or die. And they're like, no, it's cool. We're doing our own thing. We're, we're good. I'm all like, <laughs> join our posse or die. And they're like, no, we're good. So we just, 14 of us, we just blast them. And they're like, what the hell, man? And we literally chased them down. You like told we, them. Yeah, like we would follow them everywhere they went. Whenever they respond, we would follow them. And it got so bad that one of the kids was all like, you must be really cool, man. You must have no life picking on a little kid like this. Like, you must have no job. I'm all like, and then one of my friends was like, bro, I'm actually working right now. <laughs> I'm kicking your ass, kid. Go to bed. <laughs> I love that. Go to bed. Yeah. So then, okay. I don't want to talk too much longer on this, but I, I yeah. The open chat. There's a lot of theories of why it's died. It's because you can get banned for saying things mm-hmm. and all that stuff. And 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 theoretically, what you the story you just told us. Oh, I can definitely got banned for that. Yeah, easily, easily. So today, is, yeah. is that yeah. is that why the open chat has died? Is that why the gaming community does not connect on the level it used to anymore? Um, yeah, people are afraid to get banned. And, you know, it's horse shit. Yeah, 
you know, that's uh I mean that I, I that was the point of just I mean obviously there are some areas of chat where you should just not like you know there's definitely some criteria we should not go like you should definitely you know not necessarily bully you know drop the n-words or you know stuff like that like there's some derogatory things you probably should not do but i feel like you know even what i did or my crew did like i think that's very playful and it's fine exactly yeah that that yeah what you what you just described was like the fucking epitome of gaming back Mm -hmm. in you know halo 3 like, right, yeah. like, yeah. like that was uh, fucking Halo two, Halo two. Like, just, just trash talking, fucking mm-hmm. with people, um, and you can do it without saying <clears throat> nasty terms or whatever. Nasty. Yeah, exactly. Um, I, I don't think you should get banned for saying nasty terms because I'm a big free speech guy, mm-hmm. and uh, I like, I like room for growth. Anyways, <laughs> so. Our next topic is about Google Stadia. Oh boy, that's still a thing. That's still around. Well, <laughs> still around. <laughs> like wow. So exclusive. Google is trying to salvage its failing Stadia game service with a new focus on striking deals with Peloton, Bungie, what, and others under the brand Google Stream. Whoa. So I read a bit of this article and what they're so pretty much what it is is Google's like fuck. We bought a bunch of servers. <laughs> we didn't do the game thing right because they they, they fucking but Destiny came out broken on Stadia. Like yeah. Assassin's Creed yeah. came out broken on Stadia. I don't I have no idea if it never got fixed cuz all you hear is these games just keep coming out broken and you're right. like I'm I'm not going to pay you however much it was a month plus $60 for any game. Right. Google, you're retarded. Right. But so well, a lot of the problem with Stadia um, stemmed from infrastructure. Um, mm-hmm. If you don't have a a good solid internet connection, playing on Stadia is terrible. So mm-hmm. okay, you're at, so that makes this conversation even more interesting because what this entire article is giving Google credit for is their cloud technology that they have. And like, for sure, Google has figured out the cloud. Yeah, for sure. But not for gaming. But what they're doing is they're trying to sell their service as a server provider for video games, which they failed at miserably. Mm -hmm. So what was interesting to me in this because of recent news was, uh, Google last year pitched this technology to Bungie, the developer behind Destiny franchise, which was exploring a streaming platform of its own. Interesting. According to three people familiar with discussions, under the proposal, Bungie would own the content and control the front-end experience, but Google would power the technology that beamed the games to user screens. Huh. So... This is interesting. So, what Bungie is was Bungie trying to become its own uh, publisher? Because it sounds very, very uh, publishy versus more developy. As, as far as I, I don't know, I, I, it's so, right and uh, possibility. So, further on in the article, they mentioned about how Sony just bought Bungie, right? 
Um, but Bungie is still staying. It's it's not going it's under the the Sony, Sony Gaming yeah. Network. It's going mm -hmm. to be its own standalone right development house that will still be cross platform and still be out there in its own environment working. Right, and and I I think a lot of people, except for the absolute diehard Sony fanboys, believe that. But that, mm -hmm. that opens us that, that opens us up into the next conversation because this is so random. Google's trying to sell their service to Bungie, and then Bungie gets bought up. And in this article, the next the next paragraph is they're like, we're unsure of what happens with the Bungie Google deal after the mm -hmm. purchase. But I have heard many interesting takes on why Sony bought Bungie. Hmm. And this one. That, that story leads into the most original take, in my opinion. This guy, Desperu, I can't spell his fucking channel, but he's like, <clears throat> Sony bought Bungie to help them build their Game Pass competitor. Mm. And from what that article was saying, it sounds likely. <clears throat> Interesting. So, I mean... Uh... I mean, Bungie. So what? They got Bungie has what? Destiny and well, I well not Halo anymore because they just Blizzard, have Destiny. They just say yeah, they have Destiny. So how? Unless they have something down down the line that we just have nothing about. I don't see. Oh, okay, okay, I get it. So basically, Sony bought Bungie because of the discussion that they were having with Google when they're doing their streaming service. So they're thinking Maybe. that if they, have, if, they have, if they have Bungie, then they have the partner with Google. That's in Maybe. A, you know discussion of. You know, hosting those games on their streaming platform that yeah, that can people Game Pass because that, that would only that's the only thing I can that would make sense of why I, I would purchase Bungie, which only has like one fucking title under its belt. Yeah, and and, <laughs> and, 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 and so like let, let's not discredit that title. People are still playing Destiny too. Like, oh yeah, yeah, definitely. It's a thing. It's, yeah, it's a solid game for sure. Like yeah, definitely. It might, it might be beating uh, Battlefield. It's shit. I have no doubt it's beating Battlefield 2042 because there's more people playing Battlefield 5 right now than there is 2042 on Steam. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I definitely. mean, it's a solid game and it's a solid development house. So, I mean, True. who knows what IPs they've got that they're working on? Yeah. Yeah. And that's probably was part of the discussion when, you know, during the purchasing agreement was, you know, seeing that timeline of any new IPs or developments they may have that. Ultimately, Sony decided like this would be a good purchase, but it is interesting, you know, Chris, that you brought out that point of saying, you know, they're trying to compete with, you know, their Game Pass competitor. That just made me, you know, link with the fact that Bungie was having to deal with Google, and that'd be the only see reason I could see how they can be a competitor as far as that mm -hmm. front goes. Yeah. So, as far as the Google Bungie PlayStation thing, I, I, I don't think PlayStation bought. Bungie because of their connections to Google. I think PlayStation bought Bungie because Bungie has the technology. Bungie has the capabilities of helping them build out whatever it is they're looking for, whether it's with Google or not. Like Sony's True. got the money to build True. servers and all that shit. They don't need Google necessarily. True. Um, they just need a tech. Yeah, they, they just need yeah. the tech and they, they need the talent. And, yeah. and so the fact that Bungie was looking into that stuff with Google means they were looking... Well, they were looking at how to... They're looking how to make their own D EA distribution, for lack of a better term. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they didn't—they they wanted to escape the middleman and just control it themselves, which 
decentralized gaming, please. Like, I'm all for that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think that's interesting. Another thing I heard is uh, Sony picked up Bungie because they're coming out with a Game Pass type thing and they needed something to compete against Halo. Hmm. And then, well, right, um, but if they're not going to be taking Destiny 2 off of Xbox, then that's really not so not you're, help them. you're right. not wrong. But if you already pay the monthly, it's it's like Game Pass. If you already pay the month, the only reason I'm playing Halo is because I have Game Pass. I wouldn't buy <laughs> it. You know what I mean? Same. Right. Yeah. So if, if Sony has a thing, and they're and and that's another thing of why they're talking about why they picked up Bungie is because Bungie knows how to do PC stuff. Sony's mm-hmm. been trying to break into the PC market. They've the Game of uh, Game of Thrones, fucking God, God of War. War came out a few weeks ago. They're the the a few months ago we got a Horizon Zero Dawn. I, I, I PlayStation has to get into the PC market to have equal ground with mm-hmm. Xbox. Which I mean, good luck because Microsoft. But I mean. <laughs> You know, and this is actually, this is just a quick segue, uh, because this is very interesting, right? With now that, you know, Sony is trying to get into the PC market, answer me, ask me that, or answer me this. What is the point of owning a PlayStation console if all of your exclusives are now becoming cross-platform? They're not exclusives. Right. Horizon Zero Dawn, God of War, those were exclusive to PlayStation, to Sony. Right, but you can play it on PC, but you can't play it on Xbox. True, but I mean, now if it's, I mean, if it's on PC, I, at that point, I feel like it's no longer an exclusive. Like the whole point of getting You're not a PlayStation. Wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you definitely console. lose that definition of the word exclusive. Right. Because I mean, is any PlayStation fanboy, and I'm, I mean, this is not to say I don't, because I have a PlayStation myself. Like, I, I have. Uh-huh. I have all the consoles because I don't believe in I, I'm not in the hype of like you know right oh yeah like I don't care these are these are multi billion dollar companies they don't care about my opinion you know I have no loyalty but you know a lot of you know PlayStation diehard fanboys their opinions like oh we have PlayStation because we have the best exclusives and it's like your two titles like you know Horizon Zero Dawn and God of War like and of course from this one on they're gonna have more God of Wars and stuff they're no longer now just only on PlayStation now PC players can play it. so like you now have you just lost your exclusivity as far as like you know, you know this is the reason why we buy PlayStation. Right, but they do have exclusivity windows where you know okay you mm. can play God of War eventually on PC, but yeah, oh looks like we may have lost Chris there. But you can play God of War on the PC after six months or a year. So there yeah. are there's a certain faction of people out there. I want to play the game right now. True. You know. Um, I feel that way about Horizon Zero Dawn. If I had a PlayStation, you know, I would I would definitely be picking it up on the 18th when it comes out. Um, mm-hmm. No, yeah, and that's true. And I guess that's um, you know that's where that helps as far as exclusivity. You know, as far as me able to play it first, because I think you know even with uh, on Xbox, like I think what was it the Tomb Raider series was like that, right? It was exclusive to Xbox for like the first six months. And I think then so. Was, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's just an interesting, but yeah, we lost our host. What happened to Chris? <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> we, just have, like, we just have a screen here and then we're like, like, cool, it's fine. But I don't know. It's, um, 
it's it. I guess we're filling the time until Chris comes back so we can move us from the screen. Move on to his next. Just his vamp, next guys. Show. Just vamp. We had a good conversation. That's, that's what we were doing. I was like, let's keep on talking so we don't have no dead points. Don't talk about the, me. Yeah, have no dead points on the podcast. But uh, no, see, I see now we had a good discussion about it. And, you know, one point you brought up was the fact that, you know, with some of these, these games, you have the whole the six month buffer series, right? Like, like for Horizon Zero Dawn or God of War, it's the whole fact that I want to play it now versus wait six months in order to play it. Okay, so I hear that. Do you though? I, feel I, like have, <laughs> I have matured okay. as a gamer where I don't need the new hotness. It's also because you're 50 years old, Chris. All right. Fuck you. I'm not 50. <laughs> I'm not even close, you asshole. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm closer close, to 50 than I am. <laughs> Anyways, so like, I th- I think, because so back to your point of my age, asshole. <laughs> it's people my age, a little younger mm-hmm. and a little older, are the ones with the money. This is true. We're the, we're the ones. Yeah. We're the ones giving the money to the kids to buy the games. True. So, I, I think there's more people. And I mean, obviously, this is relative to my situation, but like, I I, I feel like there's more people in my situation, our situation. I mean, Avery, you're not that much younger than I am. That that <laughs> realize like we don't need every hot game. Like fucking. Three or four years ago, I was I was pre-order I, I wasn't pre-ordering everything, but I was buying every game on release day, you know, yeah, same, same. like like all of them. I, I had Event Horizon. I had Horizons. I, I keep wanting to call it Event Horizon. I need to go watch that movie. As a matter of fact, we should <laughs> talk about reviewing that for next week. That's a fucking great movie. Oh, it's a good I know. Yeah. No. no, you out, Steve? No, <laughs> Horror sci-fi is not my thing. Oh, this fucking guy's talking shit. i love it i i think people are starting to realize you don't need the new hotness and you know what this speaks to the grand theft auto Mm -hmm. model Mm -hmm. um you know you 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 play your game as they come like and, and i think more people should embrace that because it might slow down development which is exactly what we need it's good. I, I, it gives it gives the developers more time to to flesh out these games. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So patience as a gamer is a huge thing. Huge. Um, definitely. And, and I and I think as more people come to realize that, we'll start getting we'll we'll go back to getting more consistent, amazing games. Um, Agreed. And my worry is with all these mergers and stuff is that we won't get better games. Um, you know, historically speaking, three or four companies gobbling up everything else has not made for uh for a better choice, it's made for a only choice. Mm. So allow me to summarize what you just said. The corporations will always be looking to take advantage of the retards. <laughs> well, I mean, I've, I've talked about it before. So, No Man's Sky was a was on course to be a beautiful, amazing game, mm-hmm. but it got gobbled up. A bigger, bigger fish started mm-hmm. 
taking advantage of it and they pushed it out when it wasn't ready. And therefore a game that would have been amazing when it came out was, was actually subpar. Mm -hmm. Um, And now that, you know, hello games has managed to get it to where they kind of wanted it to be. It's a good game, but no one's interested. No one. Yeah. The hype it's, it's way past it's gone. Um, and I mean, yeah, I mean, you bring up a really good point, Steve, right? It's it's the, the overhype, right? For most of these games, you know, you you showcase, you know, what's coming out, you showcase the beauty and you get, I mean, that was the same thing that happened when GTA 5 came out. But granted, it still came out really good, but it's the overhypeness of just, you know, the anticipation of seeing this game. So you want to get it like now, um, you know, even as a seasoned gamer, like you, you know, like Chris was saying, it's, I, I'm still a sucker for, you know, for the hypeness, you know, if, if the new Witcher, if, if you know, if, if CD Projekt Red just, you know, decided like tomorrow, like they announced the new Witcher, you best believe I will more than likely and, uh, you know, get some own judgment because I know it'll be shit. We'll buy it. <laughs> just like, yeah, that's very you true. Know? I probably yeah. would too, yeah, even but, after the whole, uh, <laughs> you know, like it's, yeah, it's, it's just, you can't, there's, there's something psychological in us, even if you're a more seasoned and understood gamer, you're like, nah, I gotta have it now, you know? So, I have a question for Steve. I have a very vivid memory of us at your old apartment, your old townhouse. We're just drinking, barbecuing, and then towards the end of the night, you turn on the No Man's Sky trailer, and I am blown away. When oh, is yeah. The, when is the last time you've actually watched that trailer? Um, It's been a while since I've watched the trailer. I played the game a little bit last year when I got my VR. Yeah, I knew I knew you and your nephew or someone. You guys, you guys went a bit hardcore into it because it got fixed and everything. Yeah, yeah. Well, they fixed some of it. Yeah, we we've, we've played it each time they've released a patch. We've went and we played it a little bit. The problem is, is you know, it, it's we're past that point of of it being as good as it should have been. Right. You know. So um, going backwards and playing old games is is not something people tend to do all the time. I have this idea. Steven, because you're you're the only one I know that's playing that that has spent time playing No Man's Sky since it got better and everything. But uh, but also we're there when everything shot off. I would be curious to see a trailer reaction to No Man's Sky from you. Mm. Now, wow, that would that'd be good. Like I I I think that would be interesting. Going back and watching it again. Pointing out all the stuff that was never there and all the stuff that got you hyped and then all the stuff that like they did it or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I mean, the the good thing about it was is they they were one of the first games to do procedural generation on that kind of scale. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, it had been done in like Diablo on a very limited level, like whenever you went into those those uh, caves, those are right. procedurally generated. And so they were different every time. Um, I hated that. That shit. entire game was <laughs> procedurally generated. And I think we'll see that technology come to play here in the next few years, mm-hmm. um, especially with VR games and stuff. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, they were an experiment. They, they, they succeeded in the experiment. They failed in the game. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Hey, so, Chris, put this. Yeah, up. can you put this comment? Can you put this comment down? <laughs> Gary with a comment. No. 
So I'm 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 going to announce the winner of the console wars. Nintendo. Hmm. And 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 so like, look, we could talk about this because there's there's a lot of reasons to disagree with this, but it's this right here. This is their statement. Our brand was built upon products crafted with dedication by our employees and having a large number of people who don't possess Nintendo DNA in our group would not be a plus to the company. Huh. They, they, they want diehard Nintendo people working for Nintendo. And, right. and I, that, that just Also, Nintendo's me. focus right now is the Switch, which, you know, as, as a hardware component when you look at it means that you know they're they're porting over you know great games from the late 1990s mm -hmm. to play hey. on it which is fine it's a it's a portable game system mm -hmm. you know earlier no, in the week i, I spent several days in a hospital um with a family member and the switch was a saving grace it gave me something to do yeah the, but they're all they're not just porting over 90s games and all that stuff like you can pay for their shitty fucking internet service which is probably the one thing that they really need to focus on but <laughs> you really need a lot of help on that <laughs> but they also they also, it's also have only 20 bucks a year so who cares okay shit I, don't tell most me most people that. spend more than that on on a coffee in in a week everyone's spending more than that on game pass and whenever your playstation like now. way now. more than that i'm spending yeah. i'm yeah. spending 20 bucks a month on game pass so am i um, yeah. So fifteen. <laughs> okay, I, I, okay, you're. I think I'm paying fifteen, right? Uh, so, but like, Witcher Three's on the Switch. Uh, they, they've they've been porting Borderlands. The the latest mm -hmm. Borderlands is on the Switch. I want to say Borderlands Three. Mm -hmm. So like, and and I never picked up Witcher for the Switch, but I was like, this is the perfect freaking game because of the way that. Witcher 3 handles autosaves and everything. This is the perfect portable game where you can just set it down and pick it up and do whatever. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> the reason why I like this so much is because they don't need anything. Zelda's going to sell. Mario's going to sell. Metroid's going to sell. Like, right. no yeah. one, there's no other. Okay, you got Halo and then. Gears of War, maybe. Uh, what's the big so like? I mean, you've got God of War, but like that's not nearly as regular as say a Zelda or a Halo. Like, what's the PlayStation? I would. I think Uncharted. And, they don't have uh, Crash Bandicoot anymore. I mean, yeah, Uncharted and The uh, <laughs> Last of Us, I guess, would be. <laughs> I mean, Uncharted is cool. I like Uncharted. Um, I yeah. haven't played it in a while. I like Uncharted. That's... I played through all the Uncharted. I mean, they're a good, it's a good game. It's not yeah. it's not replayable. Um, when when I hear play when I hear PlayStation, I don't think Uncharted. What do you think of PlayStation? Well, so I'm weird. Mm -hmm. I think of Ratchet and Clank. Okay. I mean, all right. So I mean, that, that's I think a lot of uh, in our I mean in our generation, that's awesome. That's yeah. Automatically, will we go to because I do the same thing when I think of PlayStation. Yeah, I think of Ratchet and Clank. Um, but you say that now, it's this generation, you're like, the hell are you talking about? Who the hell is Ratchet and Clank? Yeah, um, you know, but yes, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. Like, when I'm using a PlayStation, I think of Ratchet and Clank, but I think now when you think of PlayStation, it's it's probably Uncharted or Last of Us. I think God of War. 
So, I mean, I don't know, because as much as God of War was a great game, you know, I think it was a great game because for someone like us, we grew up with God of War, mm-hmm. right? And, you know, obviously, even even if you never played the original ones, you know, you can still get into God of War and it's a great game. But I don't think like for any just regular person, PlayStation, if, you know, if they're either whether a teen bopper or up, I don't think they'll immediately gravitate towards, you know, PlayStation 4 God of War. I think they'll gravitate towards PlayStation 4 like, um, well, shit, I don't, I, actually, I don't even know because not even, I feel like not even uh, uh, Horizon Zero Dawn or uh, The Last... Or, or the other one. I don't feel like that's not for like the teenage and up. Like I, I you, you know what? Damn, Chris, you got now you got me thinking. Like I don't know. <laughs> like what comes to mind when you think of place? I have yeah, I have no idea. In this day and age, <laughs> like yeah, wow. They got exclusives, but they got exclusives. none of them. None of them define PlayStation. True. That's very true, and they're very—they're all mature. So yeah, Sony is a is is a very mature title as far as their exclusive go, right? Like, I I cannot imagine any any kid playing Horizon Zero Dawn, Last of Us, Uncharted. Like, those are all just very mature games and storyline wise too. And PlayStation Two days, mm-hmm. Final Fantasy. Oh, man, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know what this means. <laughs> oh wait, I know what this means. He's saying gamer words without saying gamer words. <laughs> I love it, but yeah, and I mean, but I guess also the same can be said about Xbox because you. I mean, well, when you actually no, I can't because when you think of Xbox, it means I think of Halo, and that I yep. think yeah, it, that's. You know, transcend past all generations, right? Any generation can immediately identify Halo, you know, without a doubt. Um, you know, I feel they they market they market it very well. It's very integrated with um, the you know Xbox. I mean, it's actually integrated with just the Microsoft ecosystem because shit, you can if you have Windows, you have you know for your search, you have Cortana, like you know. <laughs> so, no, I don't. But yeah, I hear yeah. you. Yeah. Oh, who's this? Phoenix Ram. Oh, I know who this is. When it comes to single-player games or two-player co-op games, I can agree the Switch may edge out PS and PlayStation and Xbox. But mm. for multiplayer and hardware power, PlayStation and Xbox reigns supreme. You're absolutely right. You're I agree, absolutely yeah, I agree right. With this. Yeah, I agree with that. Nintendo has been yeah, about, about a generation game. behind in every yeah. hardware release that they've had. But yeah. they don't give a shit. And they sell gangbusters. The Nintendo Switch is the best-selling console out of the PlayStation 4 and the Xbox One X. Mm-hmm. And then he goes on, except Xbox gets the nod based on the controller and integration with PC. Okay, yeah. I do like that. They do, yeah. I mean, yeah, Mark, yeah Xbox I mean, Microsoft definitely led that technology as far as integration of using... I haven't yeah. owned an Xbox since Xbox One, and I got one of these. And it's you like, can use it on your PC, you can use it on your yeah. Xbox One X and the Xbox Series X, and you can use it on your phone. Yep. <laughs> well, you you can use PlayStation Three. Uh, the play, you can use any PlayStation controller on your phone except okay. for PS Two. But yeah, no. Mm-hmm. I mean, to be fair, this is my Switch controller. Right. Which looks like hold yeah, on. Xbox controller. Let me. 
it's it's a Zelda. Oh, no, that's I dope. That. Actually, technically, this is my wife's Switch that. controller. I just have it in the office right now because I mine died. <laughs> mine is gold. Oh, I see that gold Zelda. Yeah. <clears throat> I love it. But that brings up a good point as far as the head, the hardware technology, right? That looks little like an that looks like an Xbox controller. Yeah, it because, does. Yeah, it handles like one. And it's yeah, got, yeah, it's it's not as wide. I like I like so me and Phoenix Ram, otherwise known as Ben, uh, mm-hmm. we've had these conversation controller conversations, and uh, I like the wideness of the Xbox controller. Mm-hmm. Versus having the joysticks right next to your thumbs like this. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> As someone who has big, yeah, you know, big thumbs, I, it drives me insane. It, my my thumbs clash all the time. It, it's it's frustrating. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to fucking kick this guy out. He says, <laughs> "Look at you trying to sound all educated." <laughs> Fuck that who guy. is this guy? I don't know. Who I don't know. Yes, man, we need a. He needs to go. He might be taller than me, but I think I can kick his ass. I'll help you. I'll I'll jump on your shoulder. There we go. We'll we'll take him out. (laughs) All right. So enough of this video game shit. I don't have anything to show regarding Peacemaker, but Avery, I understand you uh, watched the first episode of Peacemaker. What'd you think? The very least, yeah. How far along are you, Avery? First episode. That's it. Just the first episode? Yeah. Just just first episode. Watched it last night while I was uh, shooting shit with Chris. And I was like... All right, I'll check it out. And then I, I immediately switched gears because I had to finish catch up on Boba Fett, which I thoroughly glad enjoyed. I did. That was far worth more of my time <laughs> than Peacemaker was concerned for the first episode. Um, yeah, it, it, it there's definitely it, it falls in the trap of, you know, trying to do the whole woke culture. Right. It, it's trying to, you know, uh, how, how, how to best explain it. Um trying to be as PC as possible while, while trying not to be as PC as possible. And it's so, a little frustrating. I I told you guys on Thursday when I was watching, I, I didn't see last week, so I watched the, the latest two episodes of Peacemaker on Thursday. And I told you guys, Peacemaker feels like an after-school special trying to be an adult comedy, which doesn't mm-hmm. fucking work. Because it's funny, and, and I disagree with you. I I don't I don't think either of those things. I think it's trying to be an adult comedy, um, in the style of James Gunn, mm. um, and it's working. Because I'll be honest, the first two three episodes, I was not totally drawn in. My wife was; she loved it. That's why we mm-hmm. continued watching it. I was going to continue yeah. watching it either way, but um, these last couple of episodes, the the character development. They took mm-hmm. a character from the Suicide Squad, which if they killed him in the first 15 minutes, as they did with most of the characters, I <laughs> would not have cared one bit. He's a character from the 70s that has yeah. no attachment really to me in comics at all. And in these, in the later episodes, they've kind of made fleshed out the character to the point where, uh, you know, he's way more interesting than Batman, Superman, or Wonder Woman, they're one-dimensional. They they have no real character other than, you know... I'm Batman. I'm Batman. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, I don't disagree with that. I don't disagree with that. I just and, hate how they're railing against him whenever he tries to tell a joke, and then they go and make the same kind of joke. What do you mean railing against him whenever he makes a joke? So, okay. So, a perfect example... 
is, uh, and, th- and this isn't Peacemaker. This is, well, it's Peacemaker Senior. And he's getting interrogated. He, he, he's like, he, he's, he wants to talk to the detective. And he calls her Lucy Lou, which was funny. And then she goes on and calls him Guy Fieri after she calls out his racism, which was fucking funny. But why'd she call out his racism? Like, you know what I mean? Like, well, because it was building on the joke. That that with with that particular those two characters, they do it a lot. In the next in the next episode that you're gonna watch, there, there's there's a scene where they uh, they build on they do the same thing. He he says something, she builds on the joke. Hmm. Right, but so the reason why that was so annoying is because every time Peacemaker Junior. <laughs> says something like that the whole team tells him to shut up or whatever and then he, he just, just fucking cowers to it and he, and, and he doesn't doesn't cower i mean come on there's that scene where they where they tell him you know he lists off all the people that could have been put in jail over his dad that's oh yeah well, but, but that's different that 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 he, wasn't um he 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 labeled off of everyone, and that and he that did. was funny. Look, I I think the show's funny, but I think they're trying to, um, cancel the funny on it a little bit. I don't think so, not at all. It gets I, I, it gets preachy, it gets hmm. preachy. It, it was preachy the from the preachy. first moment it, the it, first episode it, turned on. Yeah, yeah, and maybe, and I guess it seems more because yeah, we're watching the first episode. You know, I really didn't get a chance to dive into it, but I feel. You know, I want to give it more of a chance and keep watching it. I feel like because I, I do see a lot of the James Gunn style with it as far as comedy and, you know, direction as it's going. And I think, you know, if I keep watching it, I think it'll grow on me more. Like you were saying, Steve, like the first couple of episodes didn't really drew you in. And I think that's what's kind of happened to me right now. It's like I'm not really drawn in by the first episode. But then I think if I keep continuing, I'll, you know understand yeah. this this world this the character build development which i love that's one thing i do love about um you know these type of shows especially superhero shows is i i love seeing that character growth and development so if that's something that's happening in a peacemaker and i definitely want to be involved in watching it like um harley quinn you know is actually one of my favorite uh shows you know as far as dc comp you know dc animated tv shows goes because oh, of oh. Yeah, that show was amazing yeah the yes. animated series is a whole nother yeah. level and that's you know, and to see one like it's that that it's it's that character growth, right? It shows more than just the other side of Harley Quinn that most people don't really see. And that's one thing I do love about you know what DC when they do their their shows and their animated series. Like DC is amazing at doing animated series and TV shows. They're horrible doing movies. They just need to just stick with this criteria they're doing now. But I love that they're fleshing out these characters more and not, you know, being too over the top preachy about it. Like Harley Quinn anime series was definitely not preachy about it. Like it was definitely very violent. And that was, it, that was a different era. It, I mean, it was, but I'm mean, well, no, not too different. Like the, the, the first season of Harley Quinn came out maybe like what, like two years ago, two or three years ago. Oh, I was thinking mm, no, probably like three or four years ago. Remember we've been in a pandemic for two years and it was, Jesus, you're right. Where is the time yeah. gone? I yeah, thought time, was, time has disappeared. I thought oh, you were man. talking about the animated Batman series that she was introduced oh, in. That one is also oh, no. great. That, that one is also yeah. And that one also had great character development. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I think I definitely want to keep continuous for you know Peacemaker and see how that goes. But anyway, that was my little off-topic rant. Continue. So 
We just got an offer. Steve says, yo, send me a logo. I'll print your banner to put behind you. Oh. I I can speak from a place of authority. He just got a badass printer, like a $1,200 fucking dollar printer. Dope. I love it. Speaking of which, is there a way, like, I know because we're using the free version of StreamYard, is there a way to change this background? If we pay for it. Uh, <laughs> 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 All right, we'll get there eventually. Maybe when we get to like our hundreds of subscribers, we'll think we'll about investing a little bit. <laughs> that day is not. Until then, we're going to continue using Animal Crossing yeah. here. Right, yeah, yeah. So we get to like 100 or so subscribers and we'll, we'll invest a little more. <laughs> I'll, I'll pay for it like before then. Yeah. I, I I just need uh because there's a lot more features that come into paying for it, so I I just want to utilize those other features before I start paying for it. You know what I mean? No, yeah, yeah, makes sense. So, um, how about we move on to Book of Boba Fett? Because I'm sure you know that's where we're going. That's yeah, that's we've we've got a lot more to talk. I mean, obviously, you guys haven't completely caught up on Peacemaker, so we can't really talk about that. Yeah. So, okay. My final thought, this is going to be spicy on Peacemaker. Do it. Bring it. Bring the heat. He's going to be cucked like Boba Fett. No. No, No, I think they're going to make him a more relatable character so that um, he's a little... I mean, at the end of the movie, the Suicide Squad movie, he he was totally unlikable. I think at the end of this series, he's going to be a character that we'll want to see a second season from. And, you know, he can go into that second season and actually be a superhero versus what he was in Suicide Squad, which is actually a supervillain. You know, because he loves peace so much, he's willing to kill everybody for it. Right. But wouldn't turning that into a superhero kind of negate that mod- that life motto? I think that that model. I think they're. I think they're evolving the character. Which I know. Is great I'm trying not to say character. anything that might spoil things for Avery because he says some yeah. shit in the last episode. Oh yeah. Which I'm. I'm okay with, but <laughs> it definitely it is in Peacemaker from what we've been shown, and he's growing. Whatever, but like characters it, evolve. Right. So we got Boba Fett. Oh, I'm not sharing my screen. Share the screen. Ooh. Cobb Vance. Oh, man. This scene was amazing. <laughs> Straight out of Deadwood. Yeah. Straight out of Deadwood. I love it. Uh, fuck, I haven't watched that one either. I haven't watched enough of that. Um, you never watched Deadwood? No. I. I uh, we should shut this podcast down right now, and you should go watch right. it. All now, right. Shut it down. <laughs> See, All right. Let us know when you're back. <laughs> Three seasons and a movie. I just right. watched them all. I invented a time machine. It's dope. Love I'll it. Why don't you guys borrow it? Yes, please. Just go but, back. Uh, and I need. I need to go back in time and, and there's some there's some things I would like to change. <laughs> so, Timothy Timothy Oliphant is a Hollywood actor that I greatly appreciate. Mm-hmm. Is the juice worth the squeeze? <laughs> All right, uh, girl next door. <laughs> Fucking love that shit. He was a that was 
I love this character in that movie. <laughs> yeah, that was that that was probably the first thing I saw him in, and I was like, yes, this guy. Yes, more please. <laughs> so when I saw this, when I saw him in this, I wanted to go back and watch the episode or two that he was in the Mandalorian. I didn't have time. I need. I I I, I want to do that. Um, but no, this was cool. The I'm just gonna say it right now. This episode was the best episode of Star Wars TV ever. I can... Um, I'll give you some of that. Uh, I I feel like... uh, It was out of place in the the series. um, And... A lot of it does, would have deserved its own its own standalone series or mini series or whatever you want to call. I don't know. Eight episodes. Eight episodes used to be a mini series that they'd show on CBS over a month, versus you know nowadays it seems to be the length of a season. Mm-hmm. So, I just made that grandiose statement. It doesn't mean I was entirely happy with the episode. <laughs> <laughs> I watched it again last night. And like, so the I've, I've watched it twice. The first time I watched it, I got all the feels. Mm. <coughs> and then I watched it again and I realized that this only plays into the sequel trilogy. And I, I don't like the sequel trilogy. I hate the sequel trilogy. They, they fucked Luke. They fucked Han Solo. Like, <laughs> so here, here's... Here's Steve S chiming in. Hurry the fuck up. I have to leave for Supercross shortly. Just wrap it up. All right, we'll wrap it up. I'm going to tell him to come get my ass. <laughs> but so like, I, I like the episode. I didn't like the episode. All the Luke stuff. I fucking love seeing Luke. But yet it pisses me off. Um. Well, they have a Luke Skywalker problem. And, mm-hmm. and that is, is you can't bring Luke Skywalker in to solve every issue that you have. Yeah, you have. Um, yeah. Well, and, and don't get me wrong. I love seeing Luke Skywalker. I would love that, to see them do a Luke Skywalker series. It's um, not just Luke Skywalker that they're doing that with, though. They're doing they're they're doing it with the Mandalorian. They're doing it with Grogu. They're doing it with R two D two. They Ahsoka. They did it like it, they they pull on the member berries to fix things look like this, I said, is, this I show love the episode I, I would have liked to have pulled it out of the book of boba fett you can watch the book of boba fett and really never have seen this episode and you'd be fine or the last one or the last one so i did the math um where did it go i took notes 97 minutes for Boba Fett to finally show up. <laughs> and to be fair, this is setting up this is setting up something. We haven't seen the final episode, so you know, obviously the Cobb Vance stuff was to set him up to give him a true reason to be against the Spicers and you know, Cad Bane um, from the Clone Wars, which is kind of awesome to see him come to life. Uh, you know, now we know that we'll see Moss Pelgo or Freetown, as it's now called, involved in the, the finale of Book of Boba Fett. They mm-hmm. now have a call to arms in the fact that, you know, 
Cad Bane showed up and shot the deputy mm-hmm. many, many, many times. For some reason, only shot the the the, de- the sheriff once. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, so that he could come back. Come back, yeah, yeah. No, you so, shot the deputy. <laughs> kid had no chance. Yeah, no, so, no. I I have a question. I, I took this photo of R two D two because you know damn well when I saw R two D two on the screen, my whole mm-hmm. fucking body. Has the fucking chills and shit. And then he just shuts himself off. Right. Which has become a thing since the latest trilogy. Whereas I go back and watch the original trilogy, which I'm going to do for a video that I'm making. I'm I'm I, I'm gonna watch I'm gonna watch four through six this week. Um he was he was so lively and active and you're gonna tell me he's old or whatever fuck that he's a robot c-3po is missing an arm and he's the same you know he shut himself down because he had nothing more to say to the mandalorian they needed to wait but he's never really done that since the new trilogy like huh he does it in empire strikes back when you rewatch it on dagobah he shuts down and goes into like a low power mode so he can recharge. Okay, so I'm vaguely remembering that. So he shuts himself down. He talks to the ant droids, and they they build uh, the Mandalorian. They build the temple that burns down in the se- in the trilogy. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, for the time being, they're building. They build him a bench to lay down on. Right. Because you know it's going to be a while. Mm-hmm. Luke's out training. So, question for you: What did you think of those robots, Avery? Oh, the amp, the ant bots, ant bots. Uh, <laughs> I call them. I, don't know, I saw. I had the subtitle on. They call them ant bots. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but me uh, and some other, another group of my friends are referring to them as ant droids. Ant ant droids. I like that. I, I actually like that better. Um, I think the so the design and and everything as far as the the androids, I think was really well done. I really actually enjoyed their presence on the screen. Um, it definitely seemed a little overkill with the amount that was on that they do to build like okay. the one little temple that they're building. Okay, <laughs> but as, but as far as like and I, you know that's that's one thing I will say about this episode, Chris, and you make a good point. This will probably this one and the last episode are by far the most beautifully shot. Um, you know, as, as far as 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 the Star Wars show well, goes, like put the, that money out for Dave Filoni, and then the other right, one yeah, like the, the, the cinematography, the the CGI, like every like I could not find a single like flaw where I was like, oh, that CGI didn't really turn out right, or that shot didn't really turn out right. Like everything was just seemed really clean and good, and even with the ant bots, androids, like even them, they 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 seemed very flawless with you know the scene that was around. So, <laughs> question for the two of you, okay. What do you think of Luke Skywalker in this one as opposed to the end of The Mandalorian? This one's much better. As far as how he looked. How yeah, he looked. they've, they've yeah. definitely cleaned up yeah. some of it. Um, you yeah. know, I was still disappointed. I, I'm a firm believer. You know, Mark Hamill is 70 years old. They, yeah. they would do him no injustice by recasting the role and having someone else play the role. I would um, feel so much better about that. Well, yeah. I would too. I agree. Just yeah, just just yeah, just recast roll. It's fine. And it's funny because so <laughs> I was actually uh, I wanted to yeah save this this joke until we got on here. But you know the 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 deep fake technology has come quite far from what it used to be in uh, in you know certain 
dark realms of what it was used to for. Do you, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you catch my joke. You say dark, I say gray, whatever. Never. <laughs> but so uh, what I really guys- loved is we got that great scene with uh, Luke and Ahsoka. Well, mm. right, hold, on, then, hold on, hold on, hold and on, hold on. And then the Mandalorian, where you know she, he goes, "How do you know these people? I'm an old family friend." Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, so hold on, we're gonna get there. I want, I want to keep talking about the Luke thing, just because. Did you guys ever see the fan film of where this guy recreated the scene with Luke from the last Mandalorian episode on YouTube? Yes. Yeah. So they hired that dude, and that's why he looks right. so much better. He doesn't. And the Mandalorian, he looked like a hologram. Yeah, yeah. Like, and he actually looks like he's there now. And good on Disney for hiring people, people that have yeah. fucking passion for this. And um, this is great, and it, and it shows. Like, it's great. I think the only my only disconnect, and it brings up to your point, Harry, saying just you know recast Luke is you know when he starts talking. Obviously, it's not um, Mark Hamill, and it kind of just draws me out a little bit. Um, you know, because it's it's I'm I, I'm expecting to hear Mark Hamill. I, I know he's older, so I know his voice is more raspier. But it's like I'm seeing his face, but I'm and and but I'm not hearing his voice, and it's that it disconnects me a little bit from it. You know, yeah, so, the lip work and the mouth work is it? Is kinda... Yeah, it's him. He did the voice. It doesn't. They, they digitally altered it to make him sound younger. Okay, maybe yeah. that's what, okay. I maybe in, okay, maybe but it's not. The, face, the mouth yeah. and everything that's the issue is they they haven't quite got this down yet, they right. got yeah. this yeah. down, but getting this down is, is is a little tougher. Okay, maybe that's what's drawing me out, and then also because I'm a huge audiophile, like music is you know, sound is mm-hmm. key to me. I just, yeah, I hear that digitally altered sound, yeah. so then when I hear them talk. Yeah, I, I'm, it's that immediate disconnect because I'm hearing it and it's not triggering what I'm seeing visually. Yeah, no, I hear that. So what yeah. you were you were you were bringing up a topic? Um. Oh, this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I watched this, and she says, "I'm an old family friend," and then she goes and says, "Just like your father," and that was fucking cool as hell. Yeah. But you know what? I really wish I would have rather seen hmm. the first time Luke meets Ahsoka. I think we may get that at some point. I, I think would, we're going to because we're going to get an Ahsoka series, right? So I think we're going. I think this was kind of like you know your backdoor pilot in a way. Yeah. Obviously, there wasn't a whole lot of interaction, but we're going to get an Ahsoka series. I think in that, there's no way we don't get to see that first meeting. So no, I hear I hear you, but I hate the shit that they're doing. Like, give us the first. Like they 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 keep going back and forth and all these things. Forth. Like like because because they didn't do it because they've done this already. It's gonna take a little bit of that energy that would have been there if they would have actually showed us the first time the first time they met. Mm-hmm. No, I disagree. You know I, mean? I, don't, I don't think so. I think it'll still have the emotional impact. Of that first time they meet and that first time, you know, she gets to see the son of, of her mentor. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I, I, I argue with Steve. I don't think it takes away from that. I think, you know, I mean, it's the, it's the philosophy that a lot of, I mean, that, that Disney's doing, right? It's creating this this expanded universe of integration of all the characters and branching out. Like, it's 
it, it, it can be jarring at times, right? Because say, you know, if you didn't watch The Mandalore, right? If you didn't watch that and you just mm-hmm. watched Boba Fett and you see these characters and you've never seen The Clone Wars, whatever, then you could be in here like, well, what does she mean? You know, just like your father. Well, like, how? Who, yeah. So who this is actually she? just you reminds know? me of something. They're doing an Ahsoka show. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. But they hired someone else. No. What? No, I thought they cast. I thought it was here, and they casted somebody else for Ahsoka. No, no, Rosario Dawson is Ahsoka Tano yeah. in the live action you yeah. films. Yeah, what the hell was I? Maybe because if not, it would be a huge uproar. She's amazing. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Fuck yeah, yeah. And uh, I mean, look, if you're not going to hire the girl that played Ahsoka Tano in the Clone Wars and did her voice, hmm. you you're not going to switch it out a third time, right? And give us a third version of the character. No, so, no. Whatever you read was either wrong or, or you're misremembering. She's she's definitely the lead in the Ahsoka Tano series. Okay. Which so, I don't know when we're getting it. Next I, year, maybe. Okay. I'm I'm glad to hear that because yeah, Rosario Dawson, like, why would you change characters? I I don't know what the hell I was reading. But anyways, so here's another Ahsoka question. Mm-hmm. In the Clone Wars, she ditched the Jedi lifestyle, hence her no, white light. No, she uh, I was under the belief that she was a neutral party between the she dark left, side and the light side. No, absolutely not. Uh, she, left, she left the Jedi Order. Well, she was kicked out of the Jedi Order. Mm-hmm. She chose not to come back to the Jedi Order. But if you've watched the Clone Wars series, there's an episode where she's actually touched by a daughter. I think it's called the Daughter of Light, who is in, is the the light side of the force incarnate version presence in the universe. She is a light side user. Technically she's called a gray Jedi, which means that, you know, she doesn't ascribe to the philosophies of the Jedi any longer, but she's not a Sith. Mm -hmm. Um, She's her own thing, but she is still a Jedi. She's just not a member of the Jedi order. That's why her lightsabers are white. And not green or blue or yellow or purple or right. Or so I'm gonna I'm gonna have to find what I was looking at because I was I remember reading something that her lightsabers were white because she didn't choose a side and she just played the middle ground. Um, no, she doesn't. She is she is not a user of the dark side at all. Right, 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 right. You you so you could be um, neutral and. You know, use whatever powers you want. You you, you can, but mm-hmm. she's very much a light side force user. She's just not a member of the order, and she doesn't subscribe subscribe to their philosophies. Mm-hmm. Which is why she couldn't train Grogu. She's not. She's not. She's not following the Jedi teachings. And, yeah. yeah, yeah. So let's just go ahead. We're we're just gonna jump to uh, the next. Clone Wars thing. Let me see if I can remember this one. Hmm. Cad Bane. So his story in the Clone Wars was, for me, one of the most interesting aspects. Whenever he was in it, I was there. Mm-hmm. Like, like I, I was drawn in. Because, you know, with the Clone Wars, one, there's so many episodes. But two, two the animation's a bit shit. And then three, when you get a good story, you're fucking drawn in. Mm-hmm. 
Hold yeah. on, I gotta I, respond to my brother. I'm apparently yeah, I, doing I gotta, business transactions yeah. over YouTube now. I see that. It's fine. Whatever. <laughs> I can I can rant on a little bit because one thing I do want to say about this this um like the costume design and just the, how this character looks in live action, perfect. I love it. It's very intimidating, you know, especially when I mean the openings or the scene when he's come walking, you know, just through this vast empty desert was dope and then you know when he comes up he still has his hat down then he reveals his eyes and just the way how he talks and the way how his mouth is moving it's very just intimidating it's it's nice and i really i love it i was here for it i was like this is a really well done put together um outfit and costume and i, I only like have it. one complaint and it's a silly one okay i'd like him to be bluer Probably. yeah he was bluer in the clone wars yeah. um I'm, I'm I'm happy with it. I like yeah. his voice. I, mm-hmm. I I um, but I I would have just liked him to be a little more bluer. I he he's like a paleish blue, and then he's kind of got like a dirty thing. I don't know how well this is translating over on Streamyards or yeah, but mm-hmm. like I mean you could tell he's definitely been like fucking eating some sand or something on his nose. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, was I mean, he was walking through and the desert. He may be bluer when we see him <laughs> later. You know, I like the part he was in the desert for a while. Yeah. And it could yeah. be just, you know, the filter, you know, they use over. I just like to pretend he's been dude diving. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I'm but sure no, I've never seen he'll look bluer, but probably just, you know, with the sun beaming down and just how the, the setting or, you know, the, you know, the filtering for the setting, you'll, you know, he looks a little lighter shade. It was super cool seeing Cad. Um, I don't see how any of this has anything to do with the book above. I mean, there's they're 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 bringing in the army or whatever. And actually, I was gonna say this total this is totally how they this right. is this is what had to do with the book of Boba Fett in the series. So um, he's going him shooting that sh- the sheriff wasn't necessarily going to get involved or be able to get the people of Mos Pelgo involved in if they didn't see him what's get going shot. on. Yeah, I'm making a meme out of that bartender. This is totally. This was attack. This was an attack on the town. Yeah. Now the town knows they have to get involved. Yeah. So, yeah. Hmm. ooh, okay, here we go. So um, hold, 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 hold on, Cobb. I've watched it twice. I've watched when I was watching it last night. I played it back and forth when he gets shot. It looks like he was winged. He was winged. He, he got yeah, shot in the shoulder. He's alive. He's yeah, alive. he's alive. He played dead. Which was probably smart. No, no. Let, okay, if you go out into the desert, let me shoot you in the shoulder. We'll we'll see how quickly you bounce back up. They you know what? If, if, if yeah, yeah, yeah. Made, he'll be back. All I need is back to can. <coughs> so here's here's what I was to think of. You know, conspiracy theory. What if? What if? Cad Bane was it was a setup to. In order for to rally, in order to rally the townspeople, the sheriff he needed some way to show them visually that they need, you know, that they need him to be an army. So he no, hires. Cad, Cad Bane is a bad guy. That's I know. Bad, I know. I'm just saying though, it would be kind of because like he, you know, he literally like he demolishes a deputy. Like he shoots him like three, four times. Like no, but he only shoots. Well, yeah, he only shoots the sheriff like on his shoulder. <laughs> And Cat it's Bane like is controlled opposition, you know. I mean, Cat, I mean, he's he's a bad guy, but he's he's a merc, he's a bounty hunter. Like, who knows? Maybe you know, maybe the sheriffs are like, "Here, look, man, I'll throw a few little more change. I need 
you know, what if we can both come up, you know, from this whole war, make more money? And uh, I think just that's worse than QAnon level shit. <laughs> 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 Whatever, man. No, I don't think so. I, I think I, I think like he it. legitimately came to town to kill the sheriff. He shot the sheriff. Yeah. He sent his yeah. message. He killed yeah. the deputy. He said, that "Hey, look, it, sent it home. let us do what we got to do, and we'll leave you the fuck alone." Which is, yeah. which might be a lie because that's why they went to rec- the Mandalorian went over there to recruit him in this thing. Do, do, do. No, not that. Oh, look, Boba Fett. He showed up. <laughs> oh, I didn't. I didn't take a screenshot. This fucking guy. Oh, that guy. <laughs> the, the clerk. The clerk. The mayor's aide. <laughs> but like, so the Mandalorian went and had a drink with Cobb, and he's like, "Look, this is what the Pikers say. Not Pikers, the Pikes. Mm-hmm. This is what the Pikes say." You know it's not true. And then Cad Bane went and said the Pike line, leave mm-hmm. us alone, we'll leave you alone. He's like, and, I and I'm give you a lot more money if you just stay out of it. Yeah. Until we got this. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Pikes hadn't done shit. Like, uh, so they're stealing spice. What's it to me? You know what I mean? Well, they're, they're selling spice. They're drug dealers. They're the Mexican drug cartel. Yes, they're, they're selling it, town. but they're technically stealing it as well. No, no, they're, they they're in charge of mining it in uh, uh, in Kessel. Why they're would you let someone be in charge anybody. of mining a drug? Hmm. What do you mean in charge of mining a drug? You said they're mining it. Yeah, they mine the they mine the drug off of one of the moons of Kessel. So they're stealing it. No. Oh, but no, 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 no! I thought they were finding it. I thought they were finding spice on Tatooine as well. And oh God, no, no, not at all. No, it gets it's mined. It's mined it's off fine. of a, off of a moon and castle. That's all dealt with in a solo story. They talk about all of that. The Pikes are just dealing it on Tatooine. Okay. And selling it to different groups on Tatooine, causing problems, violence, Crime. other issues. Yeah. I wish they would have made it a different color. What Just color do you want them to make it? Fucking green, purple. I don't know. Something <laughs> that doesn't match the rest of the dirt on Tatooine. It's something that's mined out of another planet. I mean, I guess the other planet could be blue, but the, unfortunately they can't change the color. Right. The color was established in uh, in a solo story. So in the That's solo the color movie? of spice. And I think it was even in the Clone Wars. I think there was a couple of episodes where they showed it there. Yeah. They were a little you more... Know, uh, I would just say that I do remember them talking about spice. I don't remember seeing it, but I remember them talking about it. Obi-Wan and uh, Anakin. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. So, you know... You know, you know I, forgive me for wanting some contrast. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean... I mean look, I'm, if I'm, you I'm, live on Tatooine... Stuff is gonna be brown. Stuff will be brown unless it's a scooter. And yeah, unless let's just... empowering. <laughs> yeah, let's be part of the mod, the Modi Rangers, <laughs> the Modi Rangers. So, so this is you a... know, in, in a very real way, this is this is this storyline is just showing a storyline that's happened here in Arizona. You know, violence is escalating. First, it started off they were just bringing the drugs across the border and and give, selling it to people. <laughs> now we're seeing an escalation of violence. 
um, that's tied to that specific issue. You know, not they me, man. I don't live over there. <laughs> Chris hates the real world, breaking into the Star Wars world, but you know, yeah, <laughs> stories are stories. There's a reason why I live where you, I live. You man. love you some Game of Thrones. Go read the War of the Roses. No, I fucking hate Game of Thrones. It, it was great until the last season, and it felt a shit. Well, That's another story. Okay, okay. So one season of a show that you know every Sunday you watched religiously. <laughs> I'm just so, saying. Hold on. There's Look. nothing new in, in. There's nothing new under the sun. Everything we're watching is based on something else. Space, yeah. Oh. But George R.R. Martin set out with the idea to break the tropes of Tolkien, and they were doing that with the show. I, I've I've read and listened to the first book, um, but the, when the story started out, it was so good. And then, as we all are very well aware of, once they ran out of source material, Dave and whoever the fuck, Dave and Dave, was it? I don't remember. Uh-huh. But, you know, the Daves. The, Dave. the, the, the fucking, as soon as they ran out of source material, it just started taking of a huge fucking degrading thing. Same thing happened with the walking dead. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, you know, need good writers. Un- unfortunately, Negan you need good up. writers. What's that? I haven't watched walking dead since Negan showed up. So I watched the first season of Negan and then like, I love the guy who plays Negan. I even like Negan, yeah. but I, I just couldn't, I just I couldn't care anymore because I wanted I, I wanted them to come to a resolution. How did this fucking happen? Like, just wanted, just wanted to end. You're like, all right, I have my fill of zombies. I just want this to end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they brought in Guile, redheaded Guile. Yeah. And all this shit. And like, it just kept going. And look, I'm a fan of Supernatural, which is one of the most repetitive fucking shows ever. But the character development and the relationship building in that story was enough for me. Like I, I watched the same story every season play out, but watching the chemistry between those two brothers was fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. I, and I never watched that series. It's worth it. It's so worth it. And and the pay, the payoff's good. I heard someone praising the payoff. I didn't like the payoff so much because it happened during COVID and you didn't get some of the actors because of that that I would have liked mm-hmm. to have seen. But it beautiful anyways i want i want to i want to point out my favorite part of this episode and i think avery can relate to me on this i titled this screenshot every musician's dream the robot playing the drums with four fucking arms yeah as a guitarist Um, i've always wanted an extra arm right as a musician Um, you always want extra limbs like who wouldn't yeah (laughs) i I noticed right before this all blew up max rebo was nowhere to be found that guy knows when to get out of dodge yeah (laughs) it's true so and then and then the episode ends up with the choice which is mandalorian season three probably yeah i hope Mm -hmm. so if we get if we get in the next episode like you, we've only got two episodes left of both. I thought there was only one. I think there's two. I, I thought there was seven episodes. But you know, we need we need to we need to get into the resolution of the book of Boba Fett so that we can go on to Mandalorian season three, which is later this year. Hmm. I hope this isn't Mandalorian season three. I don't. If they're going to do the book of Grogu, I would like that to be its own separate thing. Mm-hmm.
Hold on, I'm doing some research here. Okay. <laughs> Trying to find out if anyone knows how many episodes we'll actually be in. So when I looked it up a couple weeks ago, it might have just been last week, it said seven. And then now all I'm seeing is there's been six episodes so far. I mean, seven. Okay, then it's only seven. Then that even more makes sense that we don't see any more of the Grogu story. Exactly. That, that, um, that's we, exactly we what I'm saying. start tying up. And, you know, the great thing is, is if Disney Plus wants to, they can put out a two-hour long episode. It doesn't matter. They don't have to worry about commercials and, Commer and, yeah. and broadcast slot times. True. You know? I, I really, Honestly, my opinion... I'm I'm not a big fan of these 30 minute episodes that they're having. I'd like them to be closer to 45 in an hour. True. Well, these these last two were about 40. They've been closer to 40, 45. Here yeah. here recently, but the two the two episodes proceed before the the Mandalorian episode and the Luke Skywalker yeah. episode were thir yeah. about 30 minutes long. They yeah they they were yeah you're right they were so and that's actually yeah it's one thing I did notice too because when I was binge watching these both episodes last night i was all like oh these are a lot longer because i it was maybe like one o'clock in the morning and i was like yeah this episode's are 30 minutes i can knock this out before two o'clock and then it turns out it was like three o'clock because they're yeah about close to an hour long and i was all like but i i did i love the pacing of them like both the pacing of these two episodes were great and i oh I wish, fantastic yeah and i wish and it made me you know wish that the prior episodes the preceding episodes were longer because i feel like it would just kind of flesh out some things more but yeah, these the, the, these longer episodes were really really nice. I would love to see a two hour episode finale. I would too. I doubt we'll get it, but that would be the shit. It would be nice. But we we'll see. Give we'll see give me sixty minutes, please, because there's a lot of shit. Yeah, there's a lot that needs to, you know, before we finish this season, it just kind of just needs to be wrapped up, you know? We haven't seen, we've seen Boba Fett for all of two seconds. He hasn't said a fucking word for almost two hours at this point. Yeah. Back to the point where uh, he wanted less lines. <laughs> and then, you he know, what he wants. <laughs> right. <laughs> But then also the argument was like, well, we want a Boba Fett show, but we're it hasn't been I mean, one. <laughs> they could have, you know, they could have done the whole, they could have done like the silent character thing, right? And kept his helmet on the whole time and just kind of did the whole he's just a silent character and you know says few lines here and there, or whatever, but like just I don't know, he's that's been done before. They could have done that. It's called the Mandalorian. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> I can't say much. That's my video. <laughs> um. So, yeah. I've said it. Best best Star Wars TV show. Um, Non-animated. Because <laughs> there, there's a lot of fucking Clone Wars out there. And I've even though I've watched it all the way through twice, it's been a while. But mm -hmm. like non best Star Wars TV non animated was this episode for me. Well, it was the closest to uh, us seeing what happened after Return of the Jedi. Hmm. Yes. Personally, I would have liked it to be a little closer, but maybe I'll get that one day. I don't know. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. So Avery, 
Mm-hmm. What you got? Oh, wrong button. What you got going on this next week? All right, what is this next week? Uh, what is it? Oh, well, so next week I will be doing something uh, not so nerdy because I want to do something great for my lady for Valentine's weekend that's coming up. So I will don't be. Don't let that leak. Don't what? I said, don't let that leak. Like, <laughs> that to yourself. Oh, you know, I'm not, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna spill the beans. What I'm gonna do? I'm just saying, like, that's where my most of my dedication is gonna be for this week. Um, but on top of that, I'm definitely still gonna try to get some gaming involved, and um, you know, definitely get prepared for the next episode of Bubba Fett, and um, probably as far as anything else, I think I'm going to work on some of our shit you know i have a lot of free time to kind of expand you know my time so i want to grow our channel but anyway that's not nerd talk that's just something i want to do for this oh that's nerd talk but it's (laughs) kind of nerd yeah uh yeah sweet uh look forward to seeing what you got Definitely. So yeah, be on a horizon for a new segment for the, on the good, bad, and nerdy. You know, I haven't thought of a title yet. I while discussing with Chris, I realized I probably want to change my title, but definitely we'll have a new segment where I'll be discussing some awesome things about designs and stuff in the uh, shows and games. So what about you, Steve? You gonna stay away from the hospital this week? I'm gonna try and stay out of hospitals this week. Uh, hopefully, my family will uh, will um, help me do that. Um, I wasn't in the hospital. hospital Just to be clear, I wasn't in the hospital. Right, right, right. right. Family members were in in the hospital and and caused some stress in in my world. Um, You know, I'm I'm continuing. You know, I I went back to work this week after getting over COVID. So that was my next week will actually be my first full week back. I I was only in four days this week. Um, I'm probably going to continue to listen to some audiobooks. I like to do that while I'm while I'm sitting and working and stuff. Um, you just send me the name of that book. That sounds really interesting. I yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll send it over to you. I, I actually, you know, yeah, I'll, I'll get you the title of all of them. There's, I think, seven books in the series. I have to get through the Witcher series. Damn it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You got, you got some getting through there. Um, as far as what's on my radar for watching this week, um, aren't any real movies out in the theater that, that Moonfall is out? I might I want to see Moonfall. that. Oh, is that this weekend? That came out Friday, yeah, so. or Thursday yeah. or whatever. Okay. So I may try and go see that. I may not. It kind of depends on how things are going. Um, I'm definitely going to be getting caught up. There's, there's. I'm going to have two episodes this week of uh, 1883 to watch, which is the the yeah. Yellowstone spinoff. I'm really liking that. I think I'm going through a Western phase again, so I'll probably break out some Red Dead Redemption, the original, nice. not the sequel. Nice. Oh. Um. And that's probably my week, you know. I, you know, I uh, got a lot to get. I, I was off work for a month, so I've got a lot of work to get caught up on. So, right, yeah, gross. Yeah, <laughs> not, not not good. Not mostly bad and not nerdy. <laughs> so this week, I am going to watch the original Star Wars trilogy because I'm making a video on what I would have liked to have seen from Boba Fett and it might raise some hairs because I got some shit to say. I mean, so you're going to extrapolate what you wanted to see in Book of Boba Fett from six minutes and six minutes and 32 (laughs) seconds of uh, 
and six words. <laughs> One I of them being three. ah. So, so, so I'm 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 working outside the box, and I've got three episodes worth, uh, three seasons worth of shit to say what I want to, what I would have liked to have oh seen goodness. from Boba Fett. Oh boy! Maybe, maybe wow. you should give this all to Dave Filoni and see if you can get a job. Right? No, fuck Disney. Um, <laughs> speaking Dave Filoni, but he's he, unless I'm mistaken, he's employed by Disney. Maybe he's as a contract or whatever. He's employed by Lucasfilms. Who is owned by Disney. Chris, don't. I mean, just don't. Just, Chris, just, Chris just, if you if you really like, dial down, half the stuff on your desk is probably owned by Disney in some form or another. No. There's not a damn thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, speaking of which, this last week I came out with a video calling out Disney's hypocrisy on how they handled Whoopi Goldberg and... Uh, Gina Carano. And so if you're interested in that, I'm doing more political stuff on my personal channel, Static 2020. And I'm working on a video about the Warner Brothers deal that they just signed with one of the founders of BLM. Um, <laughs> so that's what I'm going to be doing. I'm going to watch the original trilogy. And I love Nier Automata. But I'm getting to the point where, like, I ain't got that kind of time to try and discover all the fucking <laughs> places. Like, God damn it. Like, it's so artistically beautiful. It's but, beautiful. like, it's get, it, it's it's not as free-flowing that I would like for my schedule. Because, you know, I also wrote a song yesterday that I need to fucking, you know, try and finalize that and come up with mm -hmm. all the parts for all that so i got a lot cooking but i want to say thank you for watching i hope you liked the show if you did leave a like subscribe tell a friend please tell, tell your friends. friends tell your friends tell your friends we're so lonely we're cool we're just hanging we're not, out talking some cool. shit he's lying all right i'm cool avery's not <laughs> but like yeah until next time, keep it nerdy. Deuces. <laughs> Have a good weekend. Fuck you, Steve. Not you, <laughs> Steve. My brother, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>